Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Friends, it's the daily belief and confession of what God the Father is to you, of what Jesus is doing for you now at the right hand of the Father, and of what the Holy Spirit is doing in you that will build a solid, positive faith life. You will grow to the place that you will not be afraid of circumstances. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today we continue the series Right and Wrong Thinking by Kenneth E. Hagen. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagen's message. And I'm not minimizing prayer, but friends, it takes more than prayer to get the job done. You say, what do you mean more than prayer? It takes believing prayer. You see, our trouble is that we do a great deal of praying without believing or acting on what we believe, and it does not accomplish anything. There's no place in the Bible where Jesus or anyone else said that just prayer would get the job done. Now, we need to know that, friends. But what did Jesus say? Well, he said, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Jesus said, what things there be asked in prayer, believing you shall receive. Christians will say, I'll tell you, I really believe in prayer. Well, now that doesn't mean a thing in the world. You can go to Tibet and there you will see a religion that's older than Christianity. The priest sits there and turns a prayer wheel. The people pray constantly. One priest puts in several hours, and then another priest takes his place, and another, and so on. Now, he's turning the prayer wheel and praying to his God. Of course, he's really not praying to our God at all. He's praying, forgive us our sins for the things which we have done, we ought not to have done, and the things which we should have done, we've not done. Well, he's interceding for the people of his religion. Now, you, if you ask that priest if he believes in prayer, he would tell you there's no religion in the world that believes in prayer as much as he does. But his religion is not setting men free from bondage. It's not getting the job done. We can take our next example, the Muslims. There are literally millions of them who will at certain times each day turn their face towards Mecca, fall to the floor or to the ground and pray to Mohammed. Yes, they believe in prayer. In Italy, there's a certain place in which people are throwing money to get someone to pray for them. Some are kissing the feet of saints while trying to get them to pray for them. One particular shrine has its toes worn off from people kissing it. Yes, they believe in prayer. Again, I want to say I am positively not saying that we should not pray. I'm saying that prayer is not all there is to it. If you believe what the Word says, then you must act upon it. Pray, then forget about it, and begin to conduct yourself as if the answer came the minute you pray. It takes more than prayer, friends. It takes believing prayer to get the job done. I remember this, that one minister, a number of years ago, a denominational minister, pastor of a large church in the state of California, went to a meeting where an evangelist was praying for the sick and holding a healing meeting, as they called it. Now this leader of this large church went to the meeting to gather material to preach against it, actually. See, some members of his congregation were claiming that they were healed. One man in his church who was crippled had gone to the meeting, and God had healed him and delivered him from habits. 
Well, this uh, minister was working one day in his rose garden. He heard someone coming down the sidewalk singing. It was this old Swede of his congregation walking as straight as anyone could walk. The man said, Hallelujah, the Lord's healed me. Well, this pastor said, Sure enough. Well, you certainly look all right. The old gentleman added, and I'll tell you something else. He's filled me with the Holy Ghost. And I'm speaking in tongues. And I've got deliverance from habits that have bound me. Well, now the pastor said to himself, That poor old fellow's not too bright anyway. They've just misled him. However, so many kept going to this meeting and returning with good reports that that this minister couldn't resist any longer. He decided he'd better take a first-hand view of this meeting and get his members back on the right track, as he said. He, he planned a sermon for the coming Sunday night, and uh, he called it Divine Healing Bubble Exploded. In other words, he was going to explode this and expose this divine healing preacher and minister. And uh, it, this ad was going to appear in the paper on uh, Saturday for his Sunday service. But during the first part of the week, the minister went to the town nearby where the meeting was in progress. And he planned to stay there for several services. Well, the first service he said he attended, well, he listened to the minister preach, and he thought, well, it's all right. I don't see anything wrong with that. Well, the next night he went to the service, and he, he saw a minister that he recognized and, and that he had known in another city where he pastored. And this minister said to him, come, go, go on the platform. And all the preachers both sat on the platform. Well, he didn't want to do that, but anyway, he reluctantly went with him. Now, he said that the evangelist preached again. And he said, I never heard a better sermon preached in my life than the one that was preached that night. And then the evangelist asked that all who wanted to be saved to stand to the feet. And this pastor of, of this large denominational church stood to his feet. Well, this minister friend by his side uh, began to tug at his coattail and tell him to sit down, as he had apparently misunderstood the evangelist. Uh, the evangelist was calling for those who wanted to be saved. And uh, this minister said, no, I, I heard right. i just come to realize that I've never been saved. Though he was educated, though he's pastored, and, and pastored for a number of years, preached a number of years. And that very night, he was saved and then filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, instead of exploding divine healing, he got exposed to God's Word and it, uh, it made a difference in his life. And then not only that, but he went back to his church and exposed it. No, not exploded it, but exposed the truth to them and began to preach and pray for the sick in his own church. And many were healed. You see, friends, the thing that defeats us a lot of times is that we don't listen to what God's Word has to say on the subject. This man, even though he's a minister, did not know what God's Word had to say on the subject. When he went where the Word of God was preached, then his eyes were open and he saw the truth of it. Like one minister friend said on one occasion, he told of visiting in a hospital uh, a friend, and there he learned that this friend had cancer. Well, while he was there, the doctors and the nurses came in, began working with her, and he stepped out of the room to get out of their way. Now, shortly after, the doctor came out and told, told the minister that he'd be glad, uh, that he was glad he was there for him to pray for the woman, that it soothed her and comforted her, and that she had to die. Well, the minister replied, I'm not trying to soothe her. I'm going to rebuke that filthy disease in the name of Jesus. I believe God will heal her. Well, that doctor was taken quite aback. But the minister said, 
that uh, he did just that very thing, rebuked that disease, commanded to leave her. And 20 years later, that individual was still healed. Too many people think that prayer is only uh, for soothing a person, so to speak. And that's all that some people receive is just a soothing effect. But you know, my friends, prayer is for believing and receiving for, for God, not just to find a, a momentary help or soothing, so to speak. You see, Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty four that what things serve you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and ye shall have them. See, believe and receive. I remember I held a meeting several years ago in north central Texas and a lady attending told me that a uh, short time before I came for the meeting she had entered the hospital to have a tumor removed. The doctors had said they felt like maybe she would waited too long and they couldn't assure her of success but they felt like they should go ahead and try to remove this tumor. Well now while she was in the hospital she knew nothing about divine healing and having faith along this line. But a little full gospel nurse told her that God would heal her. The nurse and her pastor, the nurse's pastor, prayed for the woman. God healed her. The doctors were unable, never operated on her, but they were unable to find any trace of the tumor. It, it disappeared. Well, the woman, when she went back home, began attending a, a full gospel church. Now, she'd been going to church, been going to a church that taught that healing and tongues and miracles and these things that are real had been done away with after the time of the apostles. And uh, her mother-in-law and all her relatives attended a church in which she had been reared. They thought, you see, that she was just going, as they say, off the deep end, getting confused. And her own mother told her that, uh, that she just happened to get well at that time, that God was not healing in this day. As a matter of fact, her mother informed her, I've been a member of my church for 40 years, and I've never had a prayer answered yet, and I know that you certainly did not. The woman asked her mother, well, what in the world are you praying for? Well, many people are just praying, that's all. They never get an answer. I know in my own experience, as I said to you about my own testimony of healing, uh, and my physical condition when I was bedfast a number of years ago. I was beyond all human help. I believed in prayer. Yet I made no progress at all. I, I, I didn't get an answer. I decided there had to be something wrong somewhere. And I knew it was not on God's part. I knew that I had to make the change for God never changes. So I asked the Lord, Lord, what's wrong? There's something wrong somewhere. I'm not making contact. I'm not receiving. God showed me by His Holy Spirit, through the Word, what was wrong. You know, Jesus said to the disciples that He, speaking of the Holy Ghost, would bring to their remembrance the things which He, Jesus, had taught them. And that the Holy Spirit would take the things and reveal them or show them to the disciples. Well, thank God He showed them to me. I saw that I had to believe that I received my healing. When you pray, believe that you receive. Now, my natural mind really rebelled against that. It shouted against it, so to speak. You see, one can make as much noise with his mind as he can with his hands and the feet. We should try to be still sometimes and listen to the Spirit. My mind kept saying, you're crazy, you're crazy. Nevertheless, I said, no, I see it. I see it exactly. Here's why I've not received my healing. I'm still confessing I have my heart trouble. I'm still confessing I'm paralyzed. 
I can feel how my heart acts. I'm still confessing that I'm sick, but his word says I'm healed. God's word says that he did something with the sickness and disease. I'm holding on to the sickness, and as long as I hold on to it, I'm going to have it. I have to turn loose of the sickness. I have to start confessing that what he says is so. I am taking the testimony of God's word instead of what my senses tell me. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is the book by Kenneth E. Hagan, Right and Wrong Thinking, plus the three CD series by Ken Hagan, Victory, God's Plan for You. Both powerful resources are just $19.95. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. And hey, Oklahoma City, our, oh, our, yes. our, our satellite church over in Oklahoma City, it's at uh, 8921 Northwest Expressway, uh, Sunday evening at 6 o'clock. Experience Sunday morning on Sunday night. We are having an awesome time. Oh, it right, we're having great. a great time. Yes. Hey, and listen, you know, you can watch uh, any of the Rainbow Praise on the podcast. Uh, you can listen to, to the radio. Call today to get this month's special victory package, which includes the book by Kenneth E. Hagan, Right and Wrong Thinking, plus the three CD series by Ken Hagan, Victory, God's Plan for You. Both powerful resources are just $19.95. The number to call is 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, Right and Wrong Thinking. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.